Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is a podcast called 25 Whistles Talking Football And they all wear a whistle, yeah it's stupid But what did you expect? It's a podcast called 25 Whistles 25 Whistles Heyo, 25 Whistles presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season Do it with code Bobby Sports Because life's more fun when you're in on the action DraftKings, the crown is yours Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void were prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. Blow it, Eddie. Thank you very much. We'll talk about Jim Harbaugh in a second and the ridiculous Jim Harbaugh thing that I just think is so so freaking funny. Um, and if he gets hired at a job before this airs in 10 hours or whenever we put this up, then we'll just cut it. <laughs> Easy as that. <laughs> yeah. Easy, yeah. Uh, coming up, TCU head coach Jamie Dixon, basketball head coach and senior forward Chuck O'Bannon Jr. Uh, we talked to them. Loved them both. TCU, TCU's been playing ball, man. Yeah, man. TCU and Kansas State. Two teams we got in basketball. They both have been really good. It's like the opposite of football for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. We go. You know, football, we go and they lose. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> good thing that's over. We go and they win. <laughs> yeah, so glad you guys are here. Um, so let's start with the Jim Harbaugh thing. Because to me, I think every team would probably like to have Jim Harbaugh unless there's an owner that doesn't want to deal with someone who has probably a bigger leadership ego than them. Like, I feel like the owner in Carolina doesn't want to hire Jim Harbaugh because he likes to do dumb things his dumb way, which resulted in Carolina sucking Mm -hmm. for a long time. I feel like the old Redskins owner, when they were the Redskins, Dan Snyder, now they're the commanders. I guess he was owner them for a minute. I feel like he probably wouldn't have liked a Jim Harbaugh because Harbaugh is going to go in and say, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. I'm a bit prickly, but I win. And you kind of got to, as an owner, go, okay. Let him have the reins. Like Jerry Jones, I would say no. But now that Jerry's plus 80 and probably just wants one more sniff, I think Jerry would take whomever. It doesn't matter. I think Jerry's ready to go. Just win freaking games before I die. I agree. For like all the years, that's been the problem, right? Like he can't take, he can't give someone else the control of the team. But you're right. He's getting older, and I think now's the time where he's gonna be like, you know what? I need to trust someone else because you look at Jimmy Johnson, Barry Switzer. Those dudes were headstrong guys that took control of Belichick. those teams. Belichick. Yeah. I think I, you're right. I think this is the year that he says, you know what? I can let someone do this. Yeah, it could be whomever, right? But the Harbaugh thing is funny to me. So Harbaugh in Michigan still talking about possibly a new contract. And Harbaugh has requested, according to Yahoo Sports, 
that Michigan give him, quote, immunity from being fired for cause as a result of as a result of any current NCAA investigation into the Michigan football program. What which this says, you can't fire me for anything that is already happening. That doesn't sound like an innocent man to me. Mm-mm. You think he's just like trolling him too? No, I think he'll only come back if he knows he's protected. If he's, if he's a made man. That's got to be the first time it's ever happened. Put in a contract. Immunity from being fired for cause as a result of any current, not saying any current, NCAA investigation in the future, I'm always protected, I got a force field around me. He's not saying that. He's saying this one. He's saying any current one. It's almost like, you know what I'm talking about. Hey, guys, <laughs> if this comes out, Anymore, we get in trouble. I don't want to be punished. Wow. So that would actually set a terrible and awesome precedent with coaches. Yeah. And contracts. Yeah. That's why I don't think he stays at Michigan. I think had the scandal not happened this year, he probably would have come back or at least been a little more open to it. I just don't think it's the last we've heard of it. And I think that's the funniest thing I've ever read wanted to be put into a contract. That is such a Jim Harbaugh thing to put into a contract, too. Mm-hmm. I'm King Ding-a-Ling, this is what I want, Yeah, or nothing. And like you were saying, even if he goes to the NFL, like there's there's no way he's going to go to a team that has an owner who won't let him do what he wants to do. Right. They're going to have to, and, and maybe it's not even be the GM, but maybe it's just still let Jim Harbaugh be in those decision-making rooms. And mm-hmm. It's not everyday GM, but it's still the big GM decisions. That's what happened with the Niners too, wasn't it? He had butt heads with, yeah. was it before he, Lynch? Everybody. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. owner, before yeah. it was before Lynch, right? Mm-hmm. The owner, everybody. But he wins. I know. If you were to rank the teams, worst to best, still remaining in the playoffs. There are eight teams remaining. And I feel like there are, it's probably four and four, maybe five and three, like the classes of the two teams. Who is the worst team remaining in the playoffs in your mind? Is it Tampa, Green Bay, or Houston, you could even put Detroit in there, but I don't feel like any of us are going to put Detroit at the end. No. Okay. So who do you think is at number eight here? Houston, Green Bay, or Tampa? Tampa. Tampa, number eight. I'm going to put Houston because I think they have the hardest job to next week to beat Baltimore. And also, next year, same situation. I won't say Houston. He still hasn't gone rookie on us yet, which has been awesome. Yeah. It, C- will CJ he Stroud ever? Has, maybe he doesn't. Maybe it's, he doesn't. It's coming. You, you just think it's coming. <laughs> the Ravens? And it's not even about him. It's just law of averages. Yeah. Did Mahomes yeah. ever go rookie? Mahomes went, like, second year bad for a while. Third year bad. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I forgot those years. Well, I mean, when he was a rookie, he didn't play. R- true. Right, right, right. So, that's, that's why I say second yeah, year and yeah, third yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. Lost the AFC Championship to the Patriots. So, you guys are going Tampa last. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going Houston last. All right, who do you put? But a- those two are close. Those two are close. Yeah. I would just put Tampa yeah. down there because— Okay, so I'll do 7-8. I think we're just switching our 7-8s. Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, then who do you put at 6? Do you put the Packers or Detroit? Packers. Packers. Do you Packers. like golf more than you like Jordan Love? No. But I like Dan Campbell and what Detroit does more oh. than what they do in Green Bay. Yeah, to what, me it's get more a, get than— on hard knocks? Yeah, bite knees, kneecaps. (laughs) To me, it's more than the quarterbacks. I think it's just you look at the team in general, and yeah, Dan Campbell's got that team right where he wants them. They're fired up. I'm going with the Packers over Detroit. Based on? 
based on the second half of the season. Mm. Just kind of on a roll. Jordan loves playing out of his mind. The quarterback touches the ball more than anybody else. I think Jared Goff's been playing really, really good too. But I, I, I just the Packers have I feel like more momentum right now as well. Hey, Big Mo, that's the thing. But we're still pretty close on those, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not far off. Uh, so, okay, so now we're now we're to the top four. Let's do one. Who do you have at number one, Eddie? 49ers. I just look at the 49ers and I'm like, there's no way that these guys can mess it up. They yeah. have such a good path. Kevin? I really want to pick somebody else, but I can't. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to say maybe the Bills, they got the, like you were just saying, the Momo. Mm-hmm. All the Mo going in, but I just can't. Can't do it. I'm going to take, to be the man, you got to beat the man. I'm taking Kansas City at number one still. Oh, man, you're on that oh, one. Because wait. they've done it. They've done it. Basically the same team. Like, what's different, really? Taylor. Taylor Swift. No, I'm saying... Distractions. Missing Tyreek Hill. But they won it without Tyreek. Yeah. Uh, but they've just got something. Dude, um, I don't know. If I, you're Tyreek, would you rather move to Miami and play for a, a contender but no champion or stay in Kansas City where the city isn't as cold to live in and it'd be cold? I mean, but, I've, you, but, but you can win a championship. I've always been like, how do you guys leave a championship team? But he won one, to be fair, didn't he? Yeah, yeah the first which, one. which is fair, and he got $100 million. So yeah. I've never gotten that offer before, yeah. <laughs> so it's hard to speak on it. But I've always had the mindset of, I don't understand how these guys ever like left New England for 20 years and go play in whatever Miami it might be. I so guess it's, it's, it's different if I've won a, I think if I won a championship, it's different if I leave... But if I want a championship and we have the same exact crew, maybe I don't leave right then. Yeah. Unless it's just the money's just so life-changing for me, my kids, our grandkids. Because that's a massive difference in what Tyreek was going to get paid. But I'm saying money out of it. Would you rather go live oh, in Miami out of and not win a championship or live in Kansas City and win a championship? Live in KC. KC, win. I mean, there's no money involved. KC and let's win. Okay, so I have KC at one. You guys have the Niners at one. Who do you have at two then, Eddie? Two, I have the Ravens. Okay. It's not like a shock. So you have Niners, Ravens. Who's the three? And my third after that would be Buffalo. And then Kansas City at four. Yep. I don't believe in Kansas City this year. I just don't. I think this is the year that we change the guards and Dang. they're not going to do it's it. okay. You deserve to think that because they have not played well, obviously. The receivers have dropped every ball. No but then the Cowboys ball. played well all year and then just screwed it up first round of the playoffs. So I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. I'm all sad. I'm leaving the podcast. Bye. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Kevin, you got Niners? He's going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to go number two. I'm going to go with the Bills. I'm still going to ride oh, you that. You guys are jumping on the freaking Bills. They're, well, yeah. they're, they're, they're hot. They're hot. Yeah. Because they were told. I don't think they'll beat Mahomes. Even at home? Well, that's, that's the only option we have. <laughs> that's it. That's the, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the, the option. option. But did they were told you can't lose another game? And they, and they didn't, but they, lost you, a, but they lost a bunch of games I know where they, they were idiots. Paying their taxes. Yeah, that taxes thing, man, doesn't work out. <laughs> I hear you, but Buffalo, super hot. Josh Allen, man, all over the place. But, man, when he runs, they can't God. stop him. And he's, he has run the last three or four games. He's done, a, he's done a lot with his legs. Question. Yeah. When he had that touchdown run the other day, he was acting like he was going to go slide. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. I hate that. Well, But he, you can he, do that. I know, but come on, man. So this is what sucked, though. He acted like he was going to slide. He scores a touchdown. The next time, he goes and he slides, and the player's like, oh, I can't risk it. They scored a touchdown. The player hits him. Wasn't that hard of a hit. They threw a flag 15 yards. Yeah. You, you can't, can't do it. 
You, I think it's against the rules now. I think Kenny Pickett's the one who did it first. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, somebody else did it first. I and remember that, But this. I think it was in college. So maybe the, the college rule is. Oh, I don't yeah, know. I think you're right. But yeah, that sucks. You can't do that. That's messed up, man. They got to change that. If you're going to fake slide, then you if you're going to slide, you're going to get hit. Yeah. Isn't that, though, like, you know, here's the law. This is how you can bend it. This is how you can get away with yeah, certain Yeah, I don't know if the rule was changed or not, though. But that rule has to change. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fair. It's totally yeah. not fair for a defender. Well, it also I mean, is going to get somebody hurt. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you, and then okay. You, you have... So Bills, and then number three, the Ravens. And four Chiefs. And four Chiefs. All right, I'm going to go Kansas City, Baltimore, San Francisco, Buffalo. Kansas City, Baltimore, San Francisco, Buffalo. And you have the future on... Baltimore. And Kansas City. And Kansas City. Yeah. But I had a, I had a good Cowboys one. I, I know. <laughs> I know. Sorry about and that. And then also I bet a bunch in that one game. I know, dude. Sucked. Dang. I know. Okay. <laughs> I know. Let's go and do <laughs> the tittle-tattle. It's time for the stupidest name ever. It's the tittle-tattle with kickoff. With seven head coaching jobs still open, where do you rank the openings from worst to best? Worst would probably be Carolina. I think that's the worst. They, they dispose of great coaches quickly. The owner, a bit erratic. Uh, also not a major market. Like, all the things are working against it. You can be a small market, but have a really good system, a good coach. Like at Green Bay, the smallest. Uh, but yeah, Carolina's the worst. So I'm going to put that there. The other jobs that are open are the Raiders, Chargers, Falcons, Commanders, Titans, and Seahawks. I think next, because the ownership, that's it, it's a big deal. And the Raiders, they just, you know, the Davis family seems to, to be kind of an eclectic group that at time get in the mix and mess things up. But you are moving to Vegas. And I've heard people that live in Vegas I I love living in Vegas. Would you love to live in Vegas? I don't know that I'd even want to play in Vegas because I think more than the normal would be away fans going to Vegas for a trip. Oh, that's a good point. It's like LA. Or people just in Vegas going to the game because they're in Vegas Mm -hmm. and they're playing. Okay. But, so... Uh, Mark Davis is the son, right? Yeah. Uh, and his haircut's weird. Okay, so I'm going to say that. <laughs> it is. His haircut's weird. That is staring at that in a I'm going to put that at six. So Panthers at seven, Raiders at six. Then I'm going to probably go over to maybe the Falcons at five. I know Belichick interviewed. Where's he at now in the interview? Second interview. He had a second one. With and the things Falcons? are, quote unquote, according to Schefter on Twitter, heating up. Wow, he got a call. And back. He, had a, he had a one-on-one have, they about to have with sex or what? With, <laughs> it's getting hot in there. Jeez. With Arthur so Blank. They're doing a one-on-one what? <laughs> Him and Arthur Brang and Blank in the back of a Home Depot are meeting. Yeah, one-on-one. exactly. <laughs> I think there's a different tier though, seven six to the five. So I think seven and six, kind of the oh man, do I have to? I'd still do it, but do I have to? At five, I'm putting the Falcons. ATL, baby. That'd be cool. At four, I'm going to put the Titans. Wow. I know. I'm. S- There's one. Yeah, okay. Well, let me get there. Yep, yep. The Titans, just because, again, it's a smaller market team. Yeah. They just fired a good coach. Like, what? what's the identity? I know they have a new GM. That's kind of why... Brable's gone. But I still think this is a, a tear up from the other two. Um, I'm going to put the Chargers at three. I grew up a Cubs fan, diehard Cubs fan. They're the lovable losers in football. They lose when they shouldn't. They have a good quarterback. 
I think the owners are going to give whomever they hire more autonomy this time. I think I think they learned their lesson there. It's San Diego. That's awesome. It's beautiful. There. It's not San Diego. It's, it's LA. LA. But it's oh, like, I still feel like oh, it's... Oh, God. I keep forgetting. I know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone still does it. I know. Man. Everyone. It's LA. Yeah. It's just, the weather's good. It's expensive though, man. Price cost of living. But I'm going to go three chargers. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to go two commanders. If this would have been the last ownership, I would have said, not for me. But new owners, that, they, okay, yeah. they have a ton of money to spend. Like, they have so much cap room next year. So I feel like the new coach is going to go in. There's going to be new ownership. We're not talking about Dan Snyder and his 20 years of, of ruining that program. Program, I think it's college. Organization. <laughs> it sounds cool, though. But I'm going to do two because I think it's a good place to go because the new owner's Magic Johnson. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. The owner of the 76ers. Like, they're going to give you some money. They want to see you win. I like that. And I'm putting the Seahawks at one. I just, I don't know. I just feel like they that, that they show up up there. Yeah. Like good the, fan base. Yeah, the, tw- the, the 12th, 12th man. man. Yeah. I feel like, they, they I mean, there was a coach there for a long time. Hmm. Pete Carroll was there forever. Still I, have a good GM. And I feel like Pete Carroll wasn't, like, run out of Dodge. Because they were like, maybe he'll take a job in the organization. So, I'm going to put the Seahawks at one on Pete the Pete Carroll, done, done. He's over 70, dude. I know. I, we don't realize that because he seems younger. But No, we just are older, too, and we'll yeah. just stay close to him. <laughs> they talk about the front office role. He could play. Yeah. But I don't know why they say fire, then. Yeah, I, I, Seahawks at one, Commanders two, Chargers three, Titans four, Falcons five, Raiders six, Panthers seven. That's just if I were going to take a job there. It's not who I think would be the best next year. What part did you struggle with in my the, answers? The Commanders. Because they've just been stuck forever? How, yeah, how high they were. New ownership. I, I get that. They want to spend money. They have money. They have money to spend and a lot of room to spend it. That's always fun. Or their quarterback's on a rookie contract, too. Sam Howell? Yeah, like near the end of it. Yeah. They're going to get another one. Yeah, probably. And they, oh, great. That, that's my list. I'm st- sticking to it. Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Speaking of head coaches here, McCarthy, Eddie's boy. Big news uh, yesterday. He's back. Yeah. Big news yesterday. Big, big news. news. Big news. Do you think a year from now we'll be sitting here talking about it and they will regret it? Keeping him on? Keeping him, yes. I, so we're in a, a text group called Cinco Cowboys Amigos. <laughs> oh, gosh. oh, my gosh. And how I got lumped in this text group, I don't know. Because you're a Cowboys fan. Exactly. And so when that news broke yesterday, this thread of all of our friends that are Cowboys fans, Mike D, Mike Signs, Steve Ortiz, Eddie, myself, they couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I thought they were messing with us. I mean, I think if you went outside at that time, you could hear it Everybody's just screaming. in the world going, what? <laughs> or you hear you hear it from a direction, you're like, that must be where Dallas is. <laughs> that way. <laughs> so this just in, Dallas is not making a head coaching change, and Mike McCarthy is returning for 2024 season per sources. That was posted by Mike Signs in our thread at 6.49 p.m., and then he writes, son of a B. He <laughs> said the real word. In caps. Yep. And then he says, the good news is we can make a ton of money betting against them in 2024. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> That's funny. But then Steve comes on and says, but look, real talk, one good running back, and we might be back in it, fellas. And then signs goes, King Henry. And then Eddie goes, I finally had time to go back and read all these texts from throughout. You guys are idiots. And then they start posting memes. Dang. And he, then signs goes, I'm going to choose to live in an alternative universe where DeMarco is the coach of the Cowboys. And then... Steve posts the all-time chart of the Dallas Cowboys coaches. The coach with the highest win percentage ever is... Jimmy Johnson. Mike McCarthy. Oh. At 62.7%. Wow. Playoff record one and two. That's pretty good. Okay, Number two is Barry Switzer. 
Playoff record five and two. Wow. That's that playoff record is where it's at yeah. for mm-hmm. him. Number three is Wade Phillips. Oh yeah. Sixty point seven, one and two record, but the playoff record got him. I remember I about I, him. I remember those years. He was there for a while. Tom Landry. Yeah, man. Good old Tom. Sixty percent. Those are all the sixty boys. You remember Tom? Yeah, well, my dad, my dad's uh dad, my grandfather busted Tom Landry stealing BBs from his uh, hardware store. Long time ago. Really? Yeah. Who do, you think the, who do you think the worst Cowboy coach is percentage-wise? There's only been Jason Garrett. three, six. There's only been nine coaches ever. Bill Parcells. You go, uh, Parcells at 53%, not the lowest. Jason Garrett at 55.6, not the lowest. Oh, wow. Uh, we haven't said Johnson. Do you want him in, hmm? you want him in order? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So Tom see. Landry, 1960 to 1988. Okay. Jimmy Johnson, 1989 to 1993. Then who's next? Barry. Barry Switzer, 1994 to 1997. Who came after Barry Switzer? Yeah, I don't know. 56. Oh, tuna, tuna. No. No? 56% percentage, uh, 60, uh, 56% winning percentage, 0-2 in the playoffs, 1998-99. Who was that? Chan Gailey. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, I remember that. After Chan Gailey is the only coach to not win at least 50% of their games. And this guy was a coach for two years, 0-0 in the playoffs because he sucked. He was he, 31%, but the only one below 50%. Eddie? <laughs> no clue. <laughs> no clue. Dave Campo. Oh, dang, Dave Campo. White hair. You dude. should forget about that. Yeah, you I should forgot about, about him, good yeah. old I Dave Campo. I honestly don't think I've ever heard that name before. Parcells, really? Wade Phillips, Jason Garrett, Mike McCarthy. Eddie, your thoughts on McCarthy coming back? I think that um, they know something, obviously, that we don't know. I think whoever is to blame, uh, it's not McCarthy. And we'll find out who that is once kind of later, as the weeks go by, they're going to start firing who they believe was at fault. For whatever happened. You know, the buck stops here, right? To whoever. If it's Jerry Jones, okay, but he's not going to take the fall. He's the owner. Correct. It's it, 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 The buck stops at Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I, I think that they he had a great just, regular season. He did. One more year on his contract. Man, I, I think I think it's Dan. I think it's Dan. Um, uh, what's his name? Defense Quinn. Coordinator. Dan, I think it's Dan Quinn. Well, I think he's, it's he's Dan probably going to leave. I think it's Dan Quinn who the problem was, and I think that they all realize that. And that's why McCarthy's not at fault here. And they're going to be like, you know what? We're sticking with him. And also, when they look around, they're like, if we don't get Belichick, who are we going to get? Harbaugh? We, maybe he knows that they're not going to get those two sure. or those three. That and they're just like, too. let's just keep them. Have they paid enough taxes? They paid their taxes. Okay. I mean, dude, no, we're owing taxes now. What do you think the record will be next year? <laughs> oh, the record next year? I, I How mean, many wins? I would say around the same. I would go 12? with 12, 11, 12 games. How many playoff wins next year? Probably zero. Okay. I mean, if we're going to keep McCarthy, if we're not going to change anything, just change out a couple of uh, coordinators, like it's going to be the same. All right. Uh, I think I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm very surprised. But if they didn't have another really solid name that they thought they could get, it's better to keep McCarthy another year. Yeah. Especially if we're not changing any other major pieces. I just can't believe they kept McCarthy another year. I can't believe they wouldn't want to spend money and get one of those. Brables or yeah. the that, coordinator in Detroit. Ooh, that seat, man. I mean, it's going to be hot all year. Oh, immediately. Immediately. All year. Yeah. All right. Next up. If Mahomes beats Josh Allen and the Bills again on Sunday, will you consider this rivalry one-sided? Mahomes is 2-0 and against him in the playoffs, but in regular season, he's 1-3. and But we just remember the playoffs. That's what we're talking That's about here. That's where it counts. Specifically, mm-hmm. yeah. So he beat him twice in the playoffs. 
No losses. That one game that was a back and forth. That, that crazy, was awesome. one of the craziest games ever. Yeah, like three, two, two, three years ago. When it, is that when it COVID came down? Two, yeah. Is that when it came down to the coin toss? Or are they blaming it on the coin toss? Yeah. And that's why the rule has now changed to if somebody scores, the other person at the playoffs in overtime gets a chance to score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think if he wins again, it is going to be considered. That's already considered a bit one-sided, even though the total record is Allen. What it's three to three. Three and three, yeah. Yeah, so they're tied I, up. I think because the two games are playoff games, Mahomes up two zero. If they goes to Buffalo two and wins, which is what's going to happen, mm-hmm. and they're they're the underdog, it's in Buffalo. I think it becomes a one sided affair. But Peyton and Tom Brady was pretty one sided too for a to while. Yeah, yeah. For like a Tom Brady long, ran. Tom Brady ran it long time. All right, next up. Okay. All right, last one. <laughs> which quarterback making his second playoff start? Do you trust more to pull off an upset? C.J. Stroud at Baltimore. Or Jordan Love at San Francisco. Oh boy! Both these teams are nine point underdogs on the road. You can look at the defenses. The Ravens' defense is allowed sixteen points per game. The 49ers' defense is allowed seventy points per game. I just can't jump on, even though everything that my eyes have showed me shows me that C.J. Stroud's really good. I just keep waiting for a rookie to rookie at least once. Remember the start of the season, he throw an interception. Like, he hasn't really rookied hard. No. Mm-mm. I just keep waiting for the rookie to rookie, and if he doesn't, that's awesome, dude. You're the man. But usually at rookie rookies at some point. Mm-hmm. So I hope he does. It's awesome to see the Texans win. But I'm going to go with Jordan Jordan Love of San Francisco. I think San Francisco's a bit vulnerable. I think the Packers can play them closer. If I were betting the game, which I'm not, well, not at this moment right now. <laughs> yeah, <I was laughs> you, will, yeah. you will. You will. I would take Green Bay in the points. That's gonna be. I like that game. Yeah, I like I, that I game. I agree. It's I agree. Be a good game. All right. Thank you very much. That is the stupidest yes. name ever. It's the Twenty-five whistles presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. Okay, boys. We don't have many shots left. We really don't. We got. I mean, we we've been terrible. I don't know why anybody bets along with us. They probably don't anymore. Finish strong. They I, might not. I still feel. When people hit me up, and they're like, I bet with you. And I'm like, why? Why would you do something? Like, if we're like calling single games, great. <laughs> I've done okay at that. But man, we've just been so snake bitten with our parlays. But this is the one. Because we're gonna we're gonna game the system a little bit here. I don't know. The Chiefs Bills game. Like, I think the Chiefs are gonna win the game, but the Bills are a three and a half point favorite. I just can't see me even betting that at all. What? It's moved two and a half. It is? Yeah. It keeps moving. Does that, does that scare you a little bit? No, because I no it scared me. It made me feel better about my, me thinking the Chiefs would win. Chiefs, You're going to lose one point, though. But I'm not betting it. I'm saying I wouldn't bet that. Okay. I can't because I think the Chiefs are going to win. And I'm also not going to bet it Chiefs' money line. Ah, screw it. <laughs> that changed quick. I'm going Chiefs plus two and a half. Ravens money line, Niners money line. Screw it. All money lines. Chiefs, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Chiefs, Ravens, Niners, all money lines. Full send it. Okay, you need that. Full send. We got. Um, plus 231. Great. Okay, plus 231. We're just trying to win. Yeah, okay. you put ten bucks, you win thirty three dollars and thirteen cents. Let's go. Yeah, put a thousand. Get on try. Okay, let me put a thousand in there. No, of your money. Oh, 
If you want to take the 25 Whistles Parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code Bobby Sports when you download the app. Get with us. We're about to get on the winning train. That's right. 21 and up in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We like that. Getting back on track. Let's go. Now, this is awesome. Jamie Dixon. Man, what a dude. What what a successful coach that people don't talk about enough. With yeah. good hair, too. Just like has one in that level with the greats. Uh, so we sat down with Jamie Dixon, coach of TCU. He's in the TCU Hall of Fame as a player. He was a point guard in the mid-'80s. Coach set a bunch of records at Pitt and has turned his TCU program all the way around since 2016. They're currently ranked in the top 20. They just beat Oklahoma and Houston in back-to-back games. Uh, he's legit. Here he is, Coach Jamie Dixon. Coach, we appreciate your time. As soon as you get a player from the portal, are you sending them everything possible? Like, are you sending them tape? Yeah. The sk- I mean, or do they, do they get here and you slowly bring them in? Yeah, no, it is interesting because the transfer kid, um, especially the grad transfer kid, um, generally they're they're as soon as you they commit to you, they want they want to know what you're running. They're watching the film. They're just so much more mature. They're not worried about prom in high school or uh, uh, you know the the uh, graduating, finishing up their school. Um, it's they're just it's just different. So yes, there's we're getting them in there. Um, most of our guys got here right away in June, so we're going full board. We're putting five on five. We're practicing. We've got all our stuff in June and July. We had Jameer got here a little bit late, Jameer Nelson, because he's an English major, so not a lot of those guys, but uh, um, that took a little bit. With football, sometimes in practice, they'll go full contact a little less. Do you guys go f- five on five hard a little less so no one gets injured, or what, what's kind of the mindset with basketball? The problem is um, they want to go live. You know, you don't want to do too much too all, all summer long, but You've got to throw in some five on five. You got to throw in some um, opportunity, some competitive stuff because that's what they want to do. So yeah, you'd like to say save, no injuries, you know, build up. But if you brought, if you got competitors, you got guys they want to play and they kind of want to test each other out, especially the new guys. So you know, we keep that as much a, a part of it, but we don't want to go overboard on it. So there's a balance to it, no question. Coach, how does the voice hold up throughout the season? I mean, obviously you start 
coaching and you're yelling constantly at players across the court like mm. hey i see you guys saying hey like over here how does your voice hold up yeah throughout the whole season well you know i'm not a yeller in practice i don't think that much so uh, i guess i saved some there um yeah there's you don't want to yell in games either but they can't hear you so there's <laughs> i guess there's really no other option i was like yeah. i think when my wife started we started uh, uh, uh dating she's like do you really need to well i i there's there's some background noise that we're working out with here. And uh, so there's some challenges. But uh, last week, uh, I felt we weren't uh, didn't know we executed some plays. We didn't know everybody didn't know what we we're in. So we turned it into the com- communication week. We're going to communicate better. And so we've huddled better. We've uh, uh, each guy has to tell somebody we're, we're pointing and talking, calling out a number who we have. So, you know, you're just constantly trying to improve communication. And so we've got a name for it. And, and uh, uh, it's helped. It's improved. But but um, yeah, it's uh, that is the that's probably best most important thing of, uh, of of coaching is is communication. How do you how do you get them to uh, relay information to one another and then take what you're trying to say and put it into play? Do you ever just go full freestyle? If it's like, all right, guys, it's call timeout. Just go do whatever. Like, I don't know about that. I mean, you know, I think do play like we practice is what we would say. You know, play do do what we do. Sometimes we you get away from that. We've had a little challenge in the first couple of games of playing a little different once the lights come on and the crowds uh, at the games, and that's a that's a normal thing, especially when you've been practicing since June and everybody's excited when some people get there and watch. So it's on TV. Throw that in there, um, but that. That's uh, I think that's more where you got to get back to where you, how you practiced is, is what you what we're constantly trying to preach. With you guys going to the, the tournament the last couple of years, NIT before that, is the goal to win it all? Yeah, I mean we we've, we're at a point where we. Uh, um, we've got to take another step. I think I, I'm not hiding from it. You know, I mean, obviously for this place, you know, we've never been in the tournament two years in a row and never won games in the tournament be, before. And so uh, since I played, I guess is what they tell me. Um, but yeah, we got to take a step. And then we have the guys this year and and then I step maybe two steps, to be honest with you. I mean, uh, uh, we're experienced. We're old this year. Last year, we we're kind of young if you looked at it. Uh, but we have the guys. I'm not I'm not shying away from it. We, we're good enough. If if we uh, uh, physically, we're, we're old enough, we're experienced. Um, we've got to, we've got to, we've got to, we've got to play well in the non-conference. Last year we struggled because we had guys out, and we got to be healthy. You know, we had 55 missed games last year between uh, guys we thought we were going to have. You know, we we got to have that. You know, Kansas had five, Texas had six. They won the league. You know, so those are the things we have to, uh, we have to do. So, um, yeah, our goal is, you know, and, and since I've got here, probably my goals have. Been much higher than everybody here ever thought of, but um, we believe that we have the guys. Now we just got to have them out there every day and executing together. When you look back at your your record as a head coach at Pitt, you went 200 games on lightning pace. You're already in the Hall of Fame here as you're coaching at Pitt. Was it a no brainer to come here? Or was a little bit of you like, man, if I go back and it doesn't go well? Yeah. Then, but I don't want I don't want my last taste to be negative. Yeah, no, there's there's uh, uh, I still have that fear, but yeah, um, uh, that um, 
that was somebody, I had some friends that I talked to about it, and that was, you know, they always talked about going back to your alma mater and how that just can, that will end poorly. So I did have that uh, conversation before. Um, but um, yeah, I just, I, I think timing, everything, how it played out, it just, it just seemed, um, and it was really more fami- familiarity. It was, uh, we had some changes as chancellor, we had a change in athletic director, and then I happened to know this chancellor probably longer and better, and I knew this athletic director better, and just the timing of it is, is how it kind of played out. And as like, you know, I always kind of wanted to uh, do it. And, if, and I also thought if if I can't do it, then who can? I mean, I, I've I've I've, you know, gone experienced other places. I've, I've coached at the highest level. I've played here. I have a passion for this place. I owe this place. And um, so I thought I had all the all the necessary things to, to battle through it, because obviously there was going to be some challenges more than I thought when I got here. But uh, um, but we, uh, we were fighting through it and, and, and trying to make it, uh, you know, a perennial power. I was talking to Chuck earlier, and we said, give us one word for Coach. <laughs> what word do you think he said? Why he gave us one word for you. Uh, relentless. I don't know. I, uh, uh, Chuck Chuck will have a, a pretty comedic uh, response, <laughs> I'm sure. And and we try to keep it light. You know, I, I they made fun of me. You know, it was my birthday the other day. They're all putting all these old pictures on there, and I, we had some back and forth on the, on the chat. So I want them making fun of me because, um, you know, we make fun of the whole, you know, we, we enjoy we enjoy practice we enjoy the conversation so give it to me what did he get intense intense always, I thought always. he said always. always yeah that and and you know we're trying to get that uh, and chuck points that out regularly by the way but uh <laughs> we're trying to get him a little bit more but you know i say that in the last two games last last week and last game he was our best defender which is you know what's keeping him from being you know on the floor more so uh, it was great to see him step up but you know that's good why our our standards right now is high with him and the four other experienced guys we have five guys that are totally invested in this program that have once they got here we started uh you know we've been in you know a top 25 program and and uh uh, you know no one thought that was possible and and this is our best group there's no question if we can stay healthy uh this is the best uh, 10 guys we'll put on the floor and there's no question final three questions um it used to be 20 games and you're in that was the general rule if you win 20 games you get the ncaa tournament become from power five Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel like it's really that anymore. It feels like it's 22, 23. Like, what do you think the automatic is? Well, I mean, I, you know, again, you're asking the guy that's been in the toughest league in the country every year of his career. I mean, I was in the Big East. It was the best. ACC, we go over there. Louisville comes with us. Syracuse, it becomes the best. And then as I come here, this thing all of a sudden starts getting better. Then we get better. And then it's become the best. So, I don't you know, our number's lower because we're, we're going to have a top. No matter what Are we do. Are you saying you bring the best? Everywhere no, you no. go gets the best? No, I Because that's a, what I just heard, Coach. No, Everything, no, everywhere no, you no, went. No, no. No, what I'm saying is I wouldn't recommend it to any other coaches that want to do it. Don't do what I've done. Because um, uh, our thing is um, we're going to play our top ten. We're going to have a top ten schedule. But no matter who we schedule in the non-conference. Like literally, it's it's it, it doesn't matter. I mean, like that's how good our league was last year. We had the ten of the eleven top uh, com- uh, schedules in the country. So I don't think that that number works. Uh, it works. Our conference was so much better by the numbers, and that's what we're going by because you're asking me about numbers. Um, that you know, I think he got in with uh, uh, eighteen, nineteen, but. 
um, we couldn't get in because they wouldn't give us the benefit because they had a 7-Eleven record in our conference. And so there's a 70% limit in our league is what I'm getting to. That was a long answer to it. There's 70% is the highest number possible, and that's what we did last year. Coach, uh, I know how it is because I coach my son's uh, nine-year-old basketball team, <laughs> and Kevin here is my assistant, and it was so hard to stay in that box. Hmm. or not be on the court. Hmm. Like, how hard is it for you to stay contained in your area? Well, you know, it's funny. It's, it, it, it's um, the lines are the same, obviously, uh, on the court. Um, and I've, I've approached that, that. But as far as room in between the sideline and the benches, there's different on each court. So literally on our court, there's, and ours is kind of, they added seats and they put some down on the floor. There's literally, if the players are there and you, you stand next to the players and their feet like I'm going to be on the court. There's literally no way possible uh, that you can be not be on the court. So um, some have more room than others. Uh, as I found, I kept, when I got here, I'm like, there's no way. They're telling me to get off the line. I'm like, there's no way I can stand up and not be on the line. So that's uh, that's uh, one, of the, one of the challenges. So every court is different. People have no one that ever pointed that out, but there is less room on some places. Now, the back and forth yeah that's when you got to watch in my mind so work on it okay final question if you go on vacation and let's say you're on an island somewhere and there's a little pickup game and you hop in the pickup game and you don't tell them how you used to play do you ever just blow just like they're like look at what's up with this dude no no i i i literally as much as i played and no one loved playing more than me i mean i dropped it cold turkey i mean i was uh, and i'll tell you what happened i was uh, i had an injury playing overseas and then i took a uh where I had to stop playing. Then I kind of thought about playing a little bit more, like you're saying. And then I was coaching in Hawaii, and um, uh, I played over in the, in the gym with a bunch of football players, and I got hammered and turned my ankle, and I showed up at crutches uh, practice the next day. And I'm like, if I'm going to coach, I'm going to coach. And that's it. So I don't I don't think I've played ever since then. But secretly you put on the uniform at night and turn the lights no, on. Like, when no one's looking. When no one's looking. Uh, no, there's none of that. I'm not even like <laughs> – uh, I'm telling you, it surprises me that I went from yeah. every day, all day, no one played more to me to done. Golf? Not doing it. Anything? I, I don't love golf. Do it when I have to. Uh, oh, I do uh, exercise. I mean, I got into COVID. I got into uh, cycling. So I got a uh, bike up in the office. I just take off from here. I, I, so you, I try you, swimming. You on the road. You wrote, you write, you yeah, cycle. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have we have the river and the uh, uh, the, the path here, the tr- Trinity Trail. So Didn't we, say your name on the back of your shirt, does it? They're trying to run you off the road. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I just get on my gear, practice gear. That, I mean, everybody's wearing purple around here, so it doesn't matter. Well, Coach, good luck. You guys have a – Like a, you guys are. We are. Yeah, we're, t- we're frogging. We always wear this, though. Yeah, this is – we didn't even always. know we were coming to TCU yeah, today. We right. just had this on, yeah. and we were like, let's just stop by. It's, so, it's, it's growing. It's love growing. it. <laughs> uh, congratulations on everything you've done, Coach. We're rooting for you this year. All right. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you, Appreciate Coach. it. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... 
and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. A woman says HR always has to change her email address due to her crappy initials. <laughs> what are they? <laughs> Samantha Hart. SH? What do you think does it that, that that would be? Samantha Hart. Oh, SHT? SHART, Shart. Oh, Shart. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> oh, God. It's on the New York Post. <laughs> They won't let her have that email. That's you know such what? a good word, and though. And Samantha should be happy because everybody would think it as they're writing it. You'd yeah. be known for that. Oh, yeah. Imagine getting an email from Short. I know. <laughs> Get to laugh every time. Yeah. I know. You know, I was watching the video of Rodney Terry after the Texas game getting upset at the UCF players because they were doing horns down after they beat Texas. Call them classless. Mike, do we have the audio? Yep. Oh, my gosh, guys, stop. It's the press conference. This is Texas basketball coach. Go ahead. You know, I'm a big believer in... Uh, you know, you win the right way, you lose the right way. And, you know, I always tell my guys, you know, um, whether you win or lose, you win the right way. You lose the right way. You carry yourself the right way. You don't go through the handshake line or proud to get into the handshake line and have about six or seven guys putting the horns down. We don't do that, you know, because when you do those kind of things, it looks very classless, and it also looks like you were just hoping to win. We never go into games trying to hope to win. We go into games expecting to win. So we don't act like that. You know, we expect to win. We don't jump up and down act like we won a national championship. We sure don't step on anyone's home court deal and act crazy and try to show them up in any way. We don't do that. You know, so that's what I was angry about, and I was letting those guys know you don't do that. You know, you guys won. Hey, we shake, you know, shake your hand, tip our head to you, but we're not going to let you act that way. You're not building. You're not going to do that. You're not going to put your horns down and do all that nonsense. When they were shaking hands, he yelled to the players, don't do that S. When they were doing horns down. I wish that my school had a symbol that we did, that we were so big and good that people got back at us by turning it upside down. Exactly. It's the greatest compliment when somebody beats you that they do your sign upside down. Like they know your sign and they know how to do it upside down. Yeah, it sucks, but you lost. But your brand is so big, it is, the Longhorn brand is a monster. And you know what happens when your brand's big? A lot of people don't like it. And they do it upside down, and it's hilarious. You should get used to this. I feel like we hear Everywhere. about this every year that somebody's upset because they're doing horns down. If a player can do a horns up. Then we can do horns down. Everybody can do horns down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, it, it, you're, you know, you don't take the sticker off until the first player does horns up. But even then, it's not in, it's not an insult. It's them going, dang, you guys are a big program. You got a really cool sign. I want to do the opposite of it and show you that this one time we beat this, this very select moment, we're better than you because normally we're not. And that's a good point. You can't do that to anyone else. You can't go to Notre Dame and be like, oh, what's their sign? Like, I mean, if you do <laughs> Texas Tech, like shoot them upside down. Upside down. Do, 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 do. Nobody cares. <laughs> right, exactly. It's not big enough. <laughs> it's not big enough. 
Like the horns be, down is perfect. You can be shooting text, text, all day long, and nobody gets mad because it's not big and that that that's not big enough of a brand. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, oh, dang. Put <laughs> hey, your guns away, dude. Put your guns horns, away. Come on. <laughs> the horns are... I don't want to do it with my hand because it feels good. Right. The, it's such a big brand. Everybody knows it, so they turn it upside down. Why they were like going to throw flags and football if players did it on the field. It's the dumbest thing. You should be happy they do it. That means they, they, they hate you. You know why they hate you? Because they kind of respect you in a weird way. And I'm a dad, all right? I got four boys. I wish people did a ooey-sooey pig upside down. No, no, no. They're not going to do that. I know, because they don't care about us enough. <laughs> Go ahead. Like, I got four boys, and if somebody, like, if I taught my boys whatever to insult the team, that's my thing, right? I taught, I taught them, sure, whatever you want, man. We're going to go, and we're going to beat them, and then you can do thumbs down to them after we beat them. Who cares? But if some other dad or the other coach came and told my kids not to do something that I said it was okay to do, I'd be upset. Like, I'd be upset if I was UCF's coach. I'd be like, whoa, 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 don't talk to my kids like that. Like, you can't tell them not to do stuff. Did you see Nate Oates push the player? No. Yeah, he, uh, Alabama coach. Yeah. I think it was a Missouri player. He oh, pushed no. him with his arm. And oh, then no. he had to give, like, a form. Like a, can't do that. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. That's all That's all they made him do. But he, like, put, they were, <laughs> they had, like, all come in on the side. They were kind of jawing at each other. And he takes his forearm and just pushes them out. Not in a way of, like, but. Everybody's like, you can't touch a player. But he was kind of trying to keep people from fighting as well. Oh, yeah. Is it Missouri? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what yeah, it's like he's just trying to break things up. But no. he did put his arm on him, push him away. But I felt the same way. Like, guys, relax. This kid could have punched that kid. Or that kid could have got punched. Yeah. Nato just yeah. took him as an adult and said, no, get back with your mm-hmm. arm. Yeah. So, horns down. I love it. Mike, do you hate it? I find it so annoying, especially whenever something bad happens in the game and they cut to people in the crowd doing the horns down. Rouse me up. That means they're waiting for it, though. Like, yeah. they've practiced it. That's the greatest compliment. The greatest compliment is that people take your thing and do it reverse. Because it affects them so freaking much. That's why I do horns down everywhere I go. Everywhere? You just walk around like this? <laughs> yes, it's respect. I just recently taught my kids horns down. You did? Recently, during the, the playoff games. I'm like, all right, boys, this is what you do right here. And they loved it. They loved it. It's an odd respect, honestly. It is. You know their sign. It's like a middle finger to you, though. It's a unique one, though. Yes, but it's a middle finger that you came up with that they're st- they're jumping off of. Like, had you not come up with it, they'd never do that. It wasn't like they invented their own thing to hate you. Yeah. They took your thing that you get to use so much because you win so much that we see it so much that every once in a while they get to go. I don't know why I'm sticking up for Texas right now, but I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, horns up. It's a compliment. <laughs> it's a compliment. <sighs> uh, TCU women's basketball canceled two games because of a player shortage. They don't have enough players wow. due to injuries. TCU said the cancellations were a result of injuries within the program and to ensure the health and the safety of the student athletes, they could not oh, fill the team and have to forfeit. This is where you do like uh, those historical events of where they They're did doing like, tryouts right now. Yeah. That's what I read. They're doing tryouts to find people. Is that what you're going to say? Well, you know, like <laughs> I remember going to a Texas A&M game when I was in high school and they were trying to talk to me about the 12th man tradition. And they were like, back in the day, they ran out of players, and somebody from the crowd came down, suited oh, up, and played. Well, that was like the 30s, bro. Well, yeah. I know, I, I get, I get that. But there I mean, was that, no NCAA, really. <laughs> but the guy coming down was a plumber who played eight years back <laughs> in, 25 years ago. He but graduated. That's, like he's got a statue and everything right. there, and he's the 12th man that just stood up, he just stood up and played. And I'm like, that's the opportunity for you to do something so that can be a huge tradition at school forever. Well, that version now is what they're doing. The university got on social media to say that women's basketball program is holding open tryouts for uh, people that want to walk on and join the Horn Frogs for the remainder of the year. That's amazing. Eddie's trying to make a movie over here. Yeah, <laughs> you can't just walk on a field. Yeah. What do you mean? They did that, man. Texas a 
<laughs> the 12th man did it. I think they won the game, too. I hear you. I he scored the winning touchdown. Uh, speaking of TCU. <laughs> oh God, that's like Uncle Rico. You know what like I like, though, about Texas a They do the all-walk-on kickoff at the end of the year, the kickoff team. Oh, really? It's all walk-ons. That's cool. Yeah, the whole special teams. It's cool. Yeah. I got a lot of traditions there. They do. Some yeah. of them are weird. Really weird. Like, you can't yeah. walk on a piece of grass or something there. I don't know. They, they do they a lot of horns do down. They do a lot of horns down, though. They a love horns down. down. <laughs> all right, let's do this. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code BOBBYSPORTS. New customers can bet just five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook. With the code BOBBYSPORTS, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, helps available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Now our sit down with TCU forward Chuck O'Bannon Jr. Chuck is 6'7", Las Vegas, the son of former second overall pick Chuck O'Bannon Sr. He was a five-star recruit coming out of high school, played his first three years at USC before transferring to TCU, and Chuck was awesome. You can follow Chuck on Instagram at chuckbreezy underscore five, or you can go over to the 25 Whistles page and see his link up there and hit him up. So here's our chat, our talk, our interview with TCU forward Chuck O'Bannon Jr. We often like to start the show with saying exactly how tall we are and how many times we've dunked in our life. That's right. That's right. Um, so uh, you go first. Um, I'm 6'6". Six, six. Uh, I've probably dunked the ball about a couple thousand times. Yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I'm like six one none, zero times. Yeah, I'm six zero on a good day. And I did it one time with my friend. He was like, oh. no, that doesn't count if you jump off somebody's yeah, back. Yeah, he was like on all fours and I jumped out. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. But that's the one time. And I didn't make the, I didn't make it. But Wait, you jumped off and missed the dunk? Yeah, yeah I missed the ball didn't go in. Were you so excited that you were up that oh, you missed? Oh, dude, I still hung on it. You know, oh, that's, that's awesome. I can get up yeah, there. That's, that's amazing. Lame. That's lame. Us athletes think that's lame, right? Yeah, that's lame. Okay. So when you're you're a five-star out of high school and you're getting people recruiting you, like what is life like? Is it nonstop where you're celebrated everywhere you go because of basketball? And is your your mailbox full constantly? Um, A little bit of both. You know, um, I grew up in Las Vegas, so it wasn't too big of a basketball city. So I didn't get as much love as the rest of the five stars across the country. But when you would travel, you know, go to different terms and stuff like that, like little kids walk up to you like, oh, you're, you're Chuck, you're this, you're that. And, you know, you know, as a high school kid, you know, that's pretty cool to have. So I enjoyed it. We're in the arena now. Do you ever just hear like one annoying fan that's against if it's not? <laughs> let's say you're playing. Uh, we'll call him School C. It doesn't matter who it is. That just will not shut up. Um, yes. Never at home. Always on the road. It's uh, like one fan that, that yeah. you just dial in, like, shut up, man. Yeah. You know what's crazy? It's, it's usually it's girls. Because their voice is a little higher? Yeah, voice is a little higher, and they don't know what they're talking about sometimes. You know, when it comes to basketball, at least, you know, in the student section. You know, so, like, they'll, they'll say some crazy things to us, you know, on the bench. But Students probably always say some mean stuff. Like, students probably go hard. Yes, for sure. Harder than, like, the rich people that sit on the front. Right. What's yeah. the, what's the what's the meanest thing a student's ever like said against, about TCU? Not even not even you specifically, okay. but like what's the thing that other schools say about TCU that tries to get under your skin? Uh, I'm trying to think of something that's appropriate. 
Oh yeah, well, don't even worry about that. Yeah, don't even worry about that. You know, I'll just say how you know they'll put their God remarks. You know, like what? God, God loves us for free. You know, they'll say stuff like that because we're a Christian school. What? That's that's their favorite thing. What? Dude, that that's just next level. They punch that ticket right to AG Double Hockey Sticks. Yeah, they're doing that. How old were you the first time you dunked? Um, I was about 13, 14 years old. Wow. Were you close for a long time before that, or did you grow so fast to get so strong that it just kind of happened? Um, okay, well, it was about a two-year gap. Um, it was really hard for me to dunk, you know, so I was able to squeeze one in. You know, it was barely a dunk, and I didn't dunk again for another two, three months. And then I was able to dunk with two hands about three months later, and ever since then, you know, I've been trying to do different tricks and stuff like that. Do you remember your first game dunk? Uh, yes, I do. It was actually in Vegas at Finley Prep High School. If you guys ever heard of that, uh, very prestigious high school. But it was a showcase game. Um, I would believe I was a freshman in high school. I got a steal at about right here, right half court, and yeah, went. My dad got it on video. It was pretty cool. And you, do you remember that actual play? Like, can you can you go back and actually remember you put the breakaway? Um, not really. Or you've just I, seen it so many I, times I, now. I've seen that video. Yeah. You know, when I was fifteen, I watched that video hundred times. Fifteen that's in a row. Crazy. You wow. know, so. Damn, I wish I was 15 and could dunk. I wish I was 22 and could dunk. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was 22. There's just a lot of a lot of things I wish. Chuck, does it hurt like when, when you just jam that ball in? Does it hurt your wrist? Does it hurt your forearm? Uh, sometimes, you know. Um, but then a lot of people don't know you have to learn how to dunk. You know, you have to, even though if you're way above the rim, you got to be able to hit the rim with your hands, you know, because it's real easy to get too high and then hurt your forearm. You know, now you're sore the rest of the game. You can't shoot right, stuff like that. So You've done that? You've dunked so hard that you hurt your arm? Absolutely. That'd be the it coolest ha- reason to get injured. It happens all the time, you know, because especially when you're trying to dunk on somebody, you're not really thinking of it, you know, so then scrape your whole forearm. Next, you know, you're bleeding. You need to get taped mid-game. That's amazing. Yeah, stuff like that. So, What if you get dunked on? Can um, you can you bounce back quick? I could, you know, but it hurts as a man. Mm-hmm. Your soul, <laughs> your pride, it, it hurts. You know, I hate to say I got dunked on for the first time ever in my life last year in NCAA tournament. And it was one of those things you just got to act like it didn't happen. You know, because like if your reaction is bad, you know, the whole crowd, you're going to get exposed. Instagram's one heck of a thing now. You know, it's, it's a bad situation if you Have don't you take the right way. Have you seen that video of him, of him dunking on you? A couple times and I turn it off every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> What does and it feel like to block, though? I actually know him. Um, oh. We grew up together. He's from Las Vegas. Oh, so, so it was a personal when he did it? Was, it was very personal. Oh. It was very personal. It was, it was terrible. And we were, t- we were talking crap to each other the whole game. <laughs> you know, I'll be on the bench. I'll be He'll be talking to me or he'll be on the bench. I'll be saying stuff to him. And then, But we won the game. So Like friendly crap or like half-friendly crap? Half. Yeah. Half. Mm. half. But you guys won. It was personal. Yeah. And we won. So, you know, it's... I would rather take the win. Were you guys recruited at the same time? No, he's actually younger than me. Uh, I believe he was a sophomore last year. Got it. Maybe a junior. Man, and he dunked on you. He got me. He but got he forgot me. about it. He forgot that. Yeah. And so with yeah, yeah. about that anymore. So what about when you dunk on somebody? Oh, uh, you know, I like Do you let him know? Of course. Of course. Uh, well, you know, some guys, it depends on who it is. You know, some guys, you know, like you really want to dunk on them. And once you do it, you're going to let them know. But then you also have guys, uh, you know, like you've. You don't want to bother them too much, you know, like, okay, I'm just get back on defense. <laughs> <laughs> How hard is it to watch your mouth, though, like with technicals and all that? Uh, it depends. Like, if you see a ref, you're not going to say anything. But, like, sometimes you'll make a play and not see a ref. And then, you know, whatever comes to your head, you say it, you know, with any expression. How do you know when to not, and I know what the rule says, but how do you know and how do you judge when not to hang mm-hmm. on the rim right. after you dunk? If someone's under you or you can fall on somebody, you can hold on. Right. But, I mean, it looks really cool to hold on. Yeah. So, you want to hold on if you can. Like, you ever get a tech for that, hanging on too long? Um, I did when I was younger. 
And but like the thing is, you want to get off the rim as quick as you can. You know, you want to get back on defense. And you know, coach is another thing. Like forget about the refs. Your coach sees you hanging on the rim. Get off the rim, dude. You know, little things like that. So I try not to. How many balls do you think you put up a day? Um, around four to five hundred. Around four, because I work out. I work. I was working out right before you guys got here, actually. And so I work out in the morning every morning. And then at practice, you know, and then I'll try to go at nights, you know, before games, stuff like that. And yeah, depending on how hard my day was, I always try to get back in the gym, get up extra shots. You ever work out after a game? No, not after a game. No. Um, Even if it was a bad game? Yeah, bad game. Uh, I'll be in the gym the next day. You know, I need to go home. I need to watch film. I need to see why I missed these shots, why I had a bad game. You know, so I can't just say I played bad and get to the gym. I need to see why, you know, to see improvement. Is there... A, a typical reason that you might be off that you can correct during a game if I could compare it to something um, like if I play golf I usually know oh, I'm not turning my wrist it's what I do the most is I don't flip my wrist over right is there something in your shot that you're like okay oh man I'm not spreading my fingers far enough that you can kind of correct because you know that's usually the first thing you do wrong yes uh, for me it's my elbow um, so like when I'll shoot sometimes when I get tired in the game my elbow will come out a little bit to the right and you know it'll go sideways I'll shoot the ball go right it'll go left and uh, I'll talk to my guys on the sideline and be like, yo, like, put your elbow in, so, you know, get a straight line drive, nice arc, and hopefully make some more shots. What's the most threes you ever made in a high school game? <sighs> Probably eight or nine. Oh, God. Seven, eight, nine. Uh, yeah. You like that? That's just a lot. I don't <laughs> think I made that it was, many. It was eight because I always used to compete with my dad. The most threes my dad ever made was seven, and I remember I beat him by one. The most threes I made in the game was eight. Did you know as you were shooting that eighth – in the game in high school that you were beating your dad seven? Um, not really. I was trying to go for 10, you know? <laughs> so, like, I, I wasn't thinking about my dad mid-game, but, like, you know, afterwards, my dad was like, I've only ever made seven. I was like, well, I made eight. So, you know. It's a rare combination for somebody to block as many shots and also make as many threes as you do. It shows the versatility. Uh, if you're thinking next level, where do you? Th how does your game translate to the next level? Um, I think my game translates better to the next level uh, as a professional basketball player rather than a college basketball player. You know, just based off of how defense is, how everything goes up and down, the pace of the game, stuff like that. Like the what's considered a good shot, what's considered a bad shot. You know, because there's it's levels to it. You know, so um, yeah, I definitely see myself translating to a professional. Do you feel a, better a bit that you play positionless basketball since you can you can play? I mean, you basically play four, four and a half, almost all five spots. Right. Um, do you feel like you're a positionless player? Um, I wouldn't say positionless, but I do feel like I can do anything on the court. You know, uh, I've just been playing the game for so long. You know, I've, I've learned a lot, seen a lot. So I feel like there's nothing on the court that I can't do. Ever hit a game winner? I've, I've hit a fair share. No. What's the best one? What comes to mind first? Um, I'll say Baylor only because it's more recent, you know, but there is still time on the clock. You know, like, I like the game winners where you shoot and there's nothing you can do. So when it's in the air, and, yeah, 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 and the game is over. Yeah. You know, there's no more timeouts. They don't get to take the ball out and throw a Hail Mary. You know, I like the ones when you shoot it and game, you know. Those are the best. Do you have any of those? Uh, Yes, I had a couple in high school. And are they like, all right, we got to get – we can check the ball. Is that the, is that always the play, like the whiteboard? And it looked like he's drawing a play, but really they're just writing your name. <laughs> uh, well, like we always work on it in practice, you know. Like that's one thing you guys got to work on in practice is last second situations, you know. So, and yeah, we had plays for it. So we were ready. I was like, coach, I want the ball right here. He was all right. So you guys come here and set the screen and we'll go from there. Man, have, you, have you always been tall? Um, yes, for the most part. Your, your dad's tall. Right. Your uncle's tall. But not not always because he was a baby once. That's what know? I'm asking. Did he come out of the womb at like three foot two? Yeah, probably. I've no. never had a growth spurt. 
actually. I've never had like a summer where I grew four inches. You know, everything's been gradual, but I've always been long. You know, I've always had tangible. So, were you an excellent kid athlete? Um, I wouldn't say excellent. I was really goofy and clumsy. You know, I was the kid that you would see like running and just fall over nothing. You know, but that's because you hadn't grown into your yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like you though, so there's still hope for you. I, I stopped time. Yeah, you're still, <laughs> you still have a few years. Super clumsy too. Yeah. What's the hope this season? Uh, we want to go all the way. You know, um, we made it to the tournament. We're fortunate enough to make it to the tournament the past couple of years, and we're trying to make it all the way. Uh, we feel that we have the talent and the team to do so. So that's the goal as of right now. What is your job as a leader on this team in your mind? Um. Showing my experience, you know, uh, I've seen a lot, been around a lot. You know, I just want to show all the guys that, you know, I know what it takes. I know what to do to an extent. You know, I haven't been all the way there, but, you know, uh, I know what to change. You know, what our team from last year could have done better, stuff like that. So I just want to be that role model to guys. Just two more questions. As someone who's been hurt before and had to actually come back, and here you are again playing at a high level, what would you tell somebody who – is in the middle of an injury right now and they're going through the rehab and they may be a little confused as to what's going to happen with them next. All right. Um, I'll just have to say like, uh, the best is not now, you know, like, or yeah, the best is coming, you know? So adversity, you know, everybody goes through it, you know, for some people it might be worse, but I'll have to say like the, the end is not near. Chuck, what does your body feel like after a game? Cause like bones and I, we played full court one time and we couldn't move for two weeks afterwards. Like, what does it feel like? And that's the first part of the question. Second part of the question is overtime. When it's overtime, are you like, oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> uh, okay. So after a game, my adrenaline is really high for hours after the game. So say we have an 8 PM game. There's no way I'm going to sleep before 3 AM. You know, it's like that. So, and I'm not going to feel anything till the next morning. So, you know, if I get knee to my thigh or, you know, shoulder bruise, anything like that, I'm not going to feel it. But um, next question, what did you say? Overtime. When oh, it's overtime, are you like, oh, crap? Uh, not really. It depends on the team. You know, it depends on the team because it's like sometimes like you'll play like a really good team and you're like, oh, we got five more minutes with these guys. Like, we need stops. We need to do this. We need to do that. And then sometimes you're happy because you were down and you finally got that momentum. So it's like, okay, we have five more minutes to like really beat these guys, you know? So it's, it's a love hate relationship with overtime. But if you're tired, are you just like, sometimes you like, this just, well, I don't want to do this. Well, like you're going to be tired, but you know, when you're in an arena with 15, 20,000 people, you know, some gets you, you know, some wakes up inside of you. You ever get nervous in a game? Um, I would say like tip off at the beginning of the game, but not during the game. You know, like the game, once the game starts, you start sweating, get a nice little flow, then, you know, I'm not too nervous at all anymore. If you miss two or three threes in a row, are you ready to get back for that fourth? Or are you just Yes, like, yes, you know, oh, yeah. yes. You, you have to shoot yourself out of that. You have to get out of that because the other team could take advantage of that. And, you know, if, yeah, that, that, that could be a bad situation. I'll have to learn that the hard way. All right, final question. Who's the baddest dude you played? Um, wow. Played against? Yep. Uh, I would say Ben Simmons when I was in high school. He was a senior my sophomore year, and he gave us a 40-point triple-double. Was he running point at like six foot nine, whatever the case? Yes, yes. He looks the exact same. (laughs) He looks the exact same. Gave us a 40-point triple-double on ESPN in high school. Oh, on TV? On TV. In front of everybody. Yeah. How much you get to play that game? Uh, I played pretty good that game, actually. I played. I had about 20 points myself. Did you guard him? I did not. I did not. Uh, we actually had Chase Jeter and Steven Zimmerman, who were two top 10 big men. Um, yeah, they were really good. McDonald's All-Americans. And, oh, we also had Zach Collins on that team. 
he plays for the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. And so yeah, we had we had some people for Ben Simmons. You know, I was dealing with the guards. Doesn't sound like we had many for Ben Simmons. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we didn't. We didn't. We thought we did. We thought we did at the time, but we didn't. Well, we appreciate your time. Absolutely. I hope you guys have a great season. I'm looking forward to what. Final, final, final question. What's coach? What's coach like? Coach Dixon? Yeah, he's intense. He's intense. Never seen anybody like him ever in my life. But you know, is I, he ever I, not intense? No, never, never. Well, maybe if we catch him in the office right now, yeah, he might not be intense. <laughs> he's taking a nap. <laughs> maybe time. you know, if we're lucky. But nah, but as soon as he comes down here for practice, for games, sees he's intense at all times. I appreciate that. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed three six five. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Okay, that's going to do it for us. Reed, are you okay, buddy? I shredded too hard, man. Too hard. Shredded the snow. So you didn't go skiing, you just shredded it here. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, here. And um, I used a makeshift uh, sled. It was a box. <laughs> a box? Yeah, it was a box. And uh, I'm pretty sure I broke my neck in that in that feet. I'd like, this is, this is as far as I can move it. You wiped out hard? Yeah. Yeah, did did it hurt right then or did it hurt like six hours later? Definitely six hours later. Like I didn't even feel it. And then the golf course we live on, there's a massive hill that everybody has been going to. Yeah. Flex. And they built like a <laughs> four foot ramp. And uh, that also messed me and my roommate up pretty bad. But I mean, we had to do it. Couldn't couldn't miss that opportunity. Why are you talking like a skater? Like you know, like, <laughs> does he have a concussion? It I sounds feel like, like he's had talking because he's in the hospital bed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm More thinking like we had to hit the slopes, man. So I mean, was yeah. it hard to drive? No, no, it wasn't hard to drive. wasn't too bad. Keep I don't. Look, I don't look both ways, anyways. Yeah, good. <laughs> but you're not injured. You're just hurt. Yeah, I'm just hurt. I'm not injured. Yeah, it's just just severe soreness. But I'm but I'm good. You know, I'm ready for the next one. All right, big weekend. I hope Lamar comes out uninjured and they win the game. <laughs> That's the plan. Because let's say they win the game and he comes out injured. That sucks, though, because the next game, it's not going to be good. And the fact that he survived all year, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's like your favorite person on Survivor making it to the final episode almost. Odds are they made it? No. But now they are, and you're like, let's go. Dude, this could be the year of the underdogs. If Green Bay wins, if Texas wins. Yeah. If 
Uh, Tampa wins. Tampa yeah, wins. the Lions win. Well, which one underdog? Well, but Tampa and the Lions are playing each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just give Lions because I don't think Tampa will win without that one. The Lions have to win, dude. That's the story. What's the one underdog you want to see win this week? The Lions. And the Lions the Texans. aren't an underdog this week. What do you mean? No, they're underdog in just the season. Like, you know, we didn't. But think... I think they're the favorite this week. Yeah, this week they are. Yeah. Okay, like so then and a half the Texans. I want the Texans to go. Okay, Kevin. That's tough. Uh, yeah. don't, don't say Packers. No, I'm not going to say the Packers. I'll go Texans. I'm going to say Packers oh, because it would be hilarious. This would be a jerk. You're it, being a jerk. But no. wouldn't that make you feel better? It'd no. be hilarious. <laughs> no, it would if not Jordan loves Packers freaking go to the NFC and in the Super Bowl and then. That would be wild. Yeah. It, it, and it opened the door cool. up for the Lions. Sure. Make it a little more easier for them. Right? Because up on the AFC yeah. side, Baltimore Thanks. hopefully beats Texas and then. Uh, Kansas City, Buffalo. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a good one. See, I want to say Buffalo, but technically they're not. They're the not a fan. Yeah, you know, which is yeah. I know. All right, thank you guys. We'll see you next week, Eddie. We have to sign this football. We. Oh, what by the way, if you deflate a football, it's so easy to catch and throw. I, if I were playing Super Bowls, I'd deflate them like <laughs> exactly. crazy. Exactly. It helped me win games for sure. You want it like a sponge? Yeah, it's like so easy. It's like soft in my hands. I've never heard of anyone doing that. No, though. but they should though. If they mm-hmm. do, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Being coaches for the Falcons, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I told somebody who commented in our last Too Much Access we'd sign a ball and send it to them. Okay. But it's basketball Too Much Access. We don't have basketballs. We only have footballs. So. Oh. <laughs> interesting. interesting. <laughs> but that's not... Who cares, right? It's, yeah. it's a ball. It's a ball. It's okay, a ball. Okay, cool. Do we right. need to write like a cool message on there? Did like, we blow the whistle to start the dang show? Uh, yeah. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I blew I, oh, we did. We did. I blew okay. it. All right, blow it to close it and you we'll write a message. You got it, man. You got it. I'm going to write a message and be like, keep on hooping. You know what I mean? Uh, no, not on a football. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, go. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, buddy. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.